I grew up in a poor neighborhood. My dad was military, and so we really didn't know how to eat healthy. My dad was gone. I learned from my coaches from school. My mother didn't know how to eat healthy. Family members or my neighbors, our community didn't know. I realized that we are part of our environment. And it's even more special to me now since we had the pandemic going on. It is very important, especially in the black community, that we have to take care of our health. Because as this virus is deadly and it attacks the immune system, so we have to get healthy and fit. So it's more passionate to me now during this time. This is the Third Act Podcast, shining a spotlight on individuals, charities, and small business owners suffering from illness, economic shutdown, or lack of support and funding. Meaningful conversations that generate compassion and financial support from listeners compelled to join us on this journey to improve the lives of others. I'm gonna dance with the stranger, I'm gonna enjoy your show. Gonna learn to forgive and really let it go. And most of all, I wanna shine a light on good and look to give back. And that's what I'll do with my third, third act. And now your host, Roger Steed. Welcome, everyone. It's a great pleasure to be able to share the podcast today with a terrific person with a heart of gold. My guest today is Janie Eddins. Janie is an author, physical fitness coach, certified personal trainer, as well as a physical therapist assistant who has been serving in the Dallas, Texas community for over 20 years. Janie has extensive experience in sports physical therapy field, providing rehabilitation coaching to athletes in numerous sports, including basketball, football, rugby, soccer, hockey, and volleyball. Eight years ago, Janie started her foundation focused on teaching and helping inner city kids learn good eating habits and the importance of fitness. The IDK Foundation mission is to address the prevention of obesity and chronic disease by teaching young people fun exercises and good nutrition, which will help them improve their self-esteem by reinforcing positive thinking. IDK stands for I didn't know, and it reflects Janie's upbringing in a community that did not know the fundamentals of healthy eating and how to live a healthy life. Janie's passion to help children develop a healthy lifestyle is obvious when you speak to her. In a minute, you will hear a person devoted to helping kids and adults develop healthy habits that will lead to a healthier lifestyle. Before I welcome Janie, I want to highlight her book. It's titled Janie's Fitness Rehab to Clean Eating, which can be found on Amazon. And importantly, a portion of the proceeds from the book sales goes to helping children lead healthier lives. Now, without further ado, I would like to say welcome, Janie, and thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you, and thank you for having me. I'm so excited. 
So excited. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's great to have you and love that you are planning to join and discuss your foundation with me today. I thought it would be a good thing to start the discussion, if you don't mind, with your story, because your story helps frame both the community that you grew up with, as well as the inspiration for your career, your fitness career, as and which ultimately turned into the IDK Foundation. Could you talk a little bit about your upbringing and what you felt as an athlete and then going into your business career, which ultimately led you to the foundation, to the funding of the foundation itself, please? Absolutely. But first, let me start out. I actually came up with the name, the I Didn't Know Foundation, because when I try to teach people information about health or fitness, it can be something as small as, okay, if you want to get a flat stomach, then you have to eat the serving sizes of grapes, which is eight. A person would respond to me, girl, I didn't know that. What? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to call it the I Didn't Know Foundation because people are always telling me they don't know. So that's one of the reasons why I came up with the I Didn't Know Foundation. And then going right. back. Yeah. Yes. And then going back, I grew up like in a poor neighborhood. My dad was military. And so we really didn't know how to eat healthy. Like my dad was gone. I learned from my coaches from school. My mother didn't know how to eat healthy. Family members or my neighbors, our community didn't know. I realized that we are part of our environment. And it's even more special to me now since we have the pandemic going on. It is very important, especially in the Black community, that we have to take care of our health. Because as this virus is deadly and it attacks the immune system, so we have to get healthy and fit. So it's more passionate to me now during this time. Exactly, exactly. But you are an athlete. And so you knew the importance through your career, eating well, as well as mm -hmm. staying fit. But, mm -hmm. so, but what was the, really the inspiration for starting the foundation and making the decision that you really wanted to help these kids? Like I said, I grew up poor as well. And these kids want to learn. They want to learn. And unfortunately, their parents don't know. So that's when I decided to take a step and say, you know what, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you how to eat healthy in your community. I'm going to teach you how to eat healthy, like at the nearest Walmart or 7-Eleven store, because a lot yeah. of people, they're part of their environment and they don't know, just like me growing up. I just didn't know. Also, through the foundation and with the help of sponsors and also many sport celebrities, athletes over time. You developed these great programs, outdoor activities. I started out trying to get the youth and the community and the kids to do outdoor activities, like to keep it moving. Like we'll do things that they're not used to, like I'm not used to, like horseback riding or going to a garden, showing these kids how to grow your own vegetables, teaching the kids what is organic. I grew up I didn't know what organic, organic food was. I thought it was an antibiotic. 
And if you ask some of the kids, they don't know what organic is. So we have to teach them. And that became my passion is teaching kids how to be active. I did a lot of work like with um, professional athletes camps. I used to stretch the children. And not only that, I talked to them also because a lot of the children have low self-esteem. So I teach them when you take care of your body and you're feeling good in the inside, you're going to feel good on the outside and nobody can tell you any different. Take care of yourself. Absolutely. And let's bring it real with this year, with COVID being such an impact to everybody's life. And I know you had to make adjustments, but can you talk about how COVID has affected the foundation and your programs so far in 2020? And we can talk about certainly the Christmas program as we're getting closer to that. But over the year, if you don't mind. Okay. Yes. So at the beginning of the year, my summer camps where we take the that we take the children into like water parks. And like I said, I have fitness camps. We have a young boys camp where we take the boys to like different activities. Like I have a group of um, attorneys talk to them. I have professional athletes talk to them. That's like my yearly thing. Now things are differently. Like I, it's different where I have to figure out how to keep my distance and be safe, but still help the community. And so what we did, we finally did something back to school. So we actually had the students meet us on their porch at a distance. Everyone has to wear masks and we gave them their items. Our biggest thing and our biggest challenge is going to be now. Our sponsorships have lessened because of the fact people lost their jobs. They don't have money. So we have to make a way. Yeah, so that's the reason why this Christmas is very important. We're going to have a Christmas bag and take where the kids, where we have the toys already pre-bagged, and we're going to have the kids pick it up, and we're going to take pictures with the kids and just show them love because these kids, they're going through something even extra with COVID. Yes, absolutely. The date of the Christmas event is Tuesday, December 22nd. And please tell our listeners if they want to participate, how they get in touch with you or how they sign up for the event, please. Yes, they can They can actually go to our website, which is www.idkdfw.org, and you're going to have all the information as well. They can cash up. Also, we are still needing, if you live in the area, we are still needing volunteers. And our volunteers will keep it really safe, distance, whatever, but I'm still needing volunteers. So if you're in this area, I would love to have you come volunteer with us. Great, great. I did the actual newsletter did have the website uh, along with the link for donations. So listeners, please take heed of that and uh, let's help Janie out with her kids and make this Christmas gift exchange a positive one. So please, please do your part to take advantage of that. Thank you. Also, I thought we might uh, talk a little bit about as we get to the end of the year and we think about next year and we think about, I don't know, winter, maybe it's because I'm in Michigan, but I know that it's easy to go to comfort food and not have healthy uh, eating habits and so forth. Can you just give us a little bit of advice as to our listeners as to what they can do in a small way or even maybe a fitness way to improve their lives and get on the right track as we're getting into the winner of 21, so to speak. Absolutely. Six years ago, I was actually on the Steve Harvey show because they saw that I think outside the box. And so I was actually on his show with, with toilet seats. And because I came up with the idea, 
everybody has to go to the restroom, right, Roger? Does everybody? Yes. Right, right. Okay, I think so I do why about not? Fifteen times a day. Go ahead. <laughs> no, oh, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. So, of course, during this pandemic, if you look on my YouTube with Steve Harvey, I teach you exercise that you can do while you're in the restroom. For example, most women, especially during this COVID thing, nobody likes to sit on the public toilet. So what do you do on the public right. toilet? You squat, right? You squat on the toilet. So why not work your core while you're squatting? Why not, instead of touching that nozzle that's on the toilet, lift your leg up and flush it with your foot with your leg? That's core. Simple stuff. While you're right. brushing your teeth, do heel raises. Simple stuff. And the most important, I don't know if I can say this on the radio podcast. The can podcast, edit yeah. yeah you can edit if you want. So, for example, I have an ab exercise that you actually do while you're at home, and if you're constipated and it also works your abs, why not? You're sitting there anyways, right? So why not work your abs when you're sitting there? So if there's different things that you can do while you're in the restroom, while you're brushing your teeth, while you're patterning. There's different things that you can do. Jump ropes. Everybody knows how to jump rope. I hope you know how to jump rope. If you don't have a jump rope, just do the most do jump ropes. Do um sit up, sit and stand in front of your couch or your chair. Do squats. You can make it simple. You have to keep your blood flowing, moving, especially during this pandemic. If you don't understand what to do, you can look at my videos. You can look at YouTube, but you have to stay active, especially during this hardship time. Good. I agree. I agree. And let's talk about the advice on what you call fitness rehab to clean eating. What is clean eating in your mind? Okay, so what I tell people, let's start with the basics. Start with what you are addicted to. For most women and even my, myself, I was addicted to salt and sugar, which is like high sodium or the potato chips or the cookies. Take baby steps. Get rid of it. Like slowly get rid of that stuff. Just get rid of the things that you addicted to. If you drink six Cokes a day, make it one Coke. Take baby steps. You have to figure out everybody's different. Everybody has a happy point. What's going to make you right. happy? What are some of the things you are addicted to? If you're addicted to cookies, then don't buy cookies. Don't have it in your house. So, but don't you need to have a replacement, something that's healthy to eat, like, I don't know, nuts or, or fruit or something that's good for you instead of just going cold turkey and not doing anything that you used to do? Absolutely. So they have wonderful protein bars. Read the back of the ingredients. If you cannot pronounce them, don't put them in your body. If it has a lot of these ingredients. <laughs> Those are chemicals, baby steps. Okay. Instead of eating a candy bar, eat an apple. Instead of eating a cheesecake, eat some almonds. First, get it out your house, get it out of your face, out of sight, out of mind. Take baby steps. Whatever you're addicted to, get it out of your face. I got you. I got you. I got you. And let's talk about a little bit about your personal coaching business. I know that's important to you and it's probably been affected a little bit by the uh, COVID situation, but when you do help clients in the Dallas community, what's your program? What do you get them doing? What's your MO as far as your training program for new clients or even ones that need 
rehabilitation from a, uh, a shoulder operation or something like that. Can you go through that a little bit, please? Awesome question. That is my specialty. What I do most, what makes me different is if you're trying to get to your happy weight, whatever your happy weight is, I have a 70 year old client that has a six pack. She told me she would never wear shorts. You can't keep her out of shorts. So what I tell people is I keep it real simple. Do the basics. What makes me different is we do weigh-ins. We do virtual weigh-ins. We weigh in. If you say, Jamie, I'm a hundred. Okay. So you're 200 pounds. Your goal is to be 120 pounds. I tell you what to eat. I'm, I'm totally in your life. I tell you what to eat, when to eat it. And guess what? How I'm going to hold you accountable. We do weigh-ins. Go buy a scale. <laughs> I zoom in just right. like I'm zooming with you with your, with your face right now. I say, zoom right. it down to the scale. Step on it. I want to see videos. I don't want pictures. I say, okay, okay, for example, Roger. I say, Roger, I need you to lose one pound by next week. And you better have lost one pound by next week. <laughs> You're going to come over to my house, huh? <laughs> no, I'm not going to come over to your house, but I'm going to be right through this Zoom video right now, and I'm going to watch you do a minute plank. <laughs> I've done that before. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do it today, but I have done that before. But then that means you better lose your one pound a week. Yeah, I got you. I got you. But I can't endorse, truthfully, I can't endorse personal trainers because I had one last year in 2019 before I got the COVID virus in March. And I really do believe that help that, that fitness helped me get through the COVID experience better mm -hmm. than if I had gotten it overweight, out of shape all that good stuff. So I do believe in personal training, the repetitiveness of it, as you say, in your face, constant sort of reminders of what you need to do, what you can do, and maybe even push a little bit. I think that's very important. So I do commend you for that. Mm -hmm. I want to go back to the kids because I know that's your passion. I know that's where your heart is. Let's talk about next year. I know we can't uh, really design a perfect uh, year now is still a little bit in flex, a little bit crazy, but talk about what your aspirations are, your goals would be for the foundation as we're looking into 2021, please. Yes. What I want to do for January, this would be pretty easy for us to do with social distance is have a coat drive. So we want to have a coat drive, which would probably in January yearly, I'll, I always have my shoe drive, like athletic shoes to keep the kids active. So we'll probably have yep. that in March. And then like later on, we'll probably have our some type of summer camp, something where we have to you know, keep, keep the kids distance. But hopefully we can continue these activities with the help of, of our sponsors. Do you work with the school system or you work outside of the school system or how do you get into the communities? Do you have, I don't know, the YMCA's or or clubs or how's that work? How do you find your kids, your families that you're working with? That's a great question. So one of the families, the communities that we work on is in South Dallas and it's probably, and it's pretty much in the project area. And so that's been like, like my home base, those kids. And I have a great relationship with the apartment managers. And then we work with the boys and girls clubs here in Dallas, so have a good communication with them. And we also work with the single parent mothers ministry and foster kids. 
So we work with foster kids yes. as well, but a lot of single parents that we work at with. Good, work with. good. And I know you indicated that it's difficult with COVID, some of your sponsors, but from my perspective, you are a personality in Dallas and you do have a following and that's a great thing. I think it helps both the foundation and also your personal business, obviously, but talk a little bit about some of the sports stars that have come to your camps and helped with some of the programs. You mentioned a few of them to me a couple of days ago, but some of our listeners and readers of the newsletter might be interested in some of the people that are helping you with this cause. Can you go through that a little bit, please? Yes, we have Derek Harper, who used to play for the Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks. Mark Aguirre, who used to play for the Dallas Mavericks as, as well, who helps. And we have Spud Webb, who's a big part of this foundation. And then just all type of local like entertainers. We have some comedy people that actually donate stuff for our solid auction. And just that's pretty much different people just around the area. And then our Channel 11 News and Channel 4 News followed me because they were really impressed with me because I started with 50 children now have over 500 children. I know. I, it's unbelievable. I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. I have to ask you, have you seen Spud Webb play basketball? He's, uh, I don't know if he can still do it today, but when he was playing for a short guy that could dunk a basketball, he was unbelievable. unbelievable. He was unbelievable. I don't know. I think he just trains right now. I don't know if he can jump like that now. I don't know. He probably can't. I don't know. <laughs> I hope he doesn't hear me. I know Mark Aguirre can't do it. I've seen pictures of him, but maybe Spud could. I don't know. <laughs> but they like follow me also because of what I do for the community. And and, and we try to keep, uh, you know, the kids active. So normally when I have events and I ask them, them them to come speak, they will clear their schedule just to come speak at my events. That's great. That's great. No, I think that's super. And hopefully when uh, things get a little bit more normal, if there is a normal, as we go into next year, we can have you back on and you can talk about some of the summer camp activities and some of the outdoor activities. I think that would be great for both uh, the kids and hopefully getting a few uh, more dollars into your account so that you can help these kids provide both materials if they need them or school supplies or clothing, whatever that might be. So I would like to uh, follow up with you next year and keep this going. So thank you. I want to say thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for talking to me early in the week and providing some great notes for this podcast. I really appreciate it. And I think our listeners are going to get a lot out of it. So thank you very much. And thank you. And you have a wonderful, blessed day. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Third Act Podcast. To find out more about who we are spotlighting, how to get involved, or find show notes on today's episode, go to wearethirdact.com.